Hey guys, it's Devin Doherty here, uh, one of the founders of the Thrive Network at EXP Realty, and I am joined by Dave Kinnord, the president of U.S. Growth. Welcome, Dave. Hey, Devin, how's it going, man? Excellent, excellent. I'm also here to introduce Sean Gorse, who recently partnered with Thrive at EXP Realty. Welcome, Sean. Hey, Devin, thanks for having me. Hello, Dave. Hey, Sean. Hello, everybody else watching. <laughs> yeah, I was super excited. And Dave, you know, um, I, I want, you know, we're we're in a new state of affairs right now. Could you kind of tell us just right off the top, um, where are we and how is EXP approaching what, the current climate that we're in right now? Oh, man. So, you know, there's been a lot out there about just what... Uh, <laughs> an unusual year it's been right i mean mm -hmm. there's been there's been so much that uh you know that we've been faced with both as an industry but just as as human beings and and citizens um and i'll say that um you know first and foremost our our hearts go out to the black community and and we've made some very public statements about where we stand on that and our support um uh, you know for uh, for the black community and um creating equality in general we've done quite a bit as a company um, prior to this time building one exp in partnership with some of our agents who have are really leading us through that done so much to make sure that we have a uh, not just a diverse but also a very inclusive environment um, a place where everyone can come and, and thrive and succeed at a high level um, creates op opportunity for everyone to go out there and take advantage of it but also to reach out into their communities and to uh, to carry that forward as well so we've been very focused on that as a company that's very important to us um, of course, during the difficulties with all of the coronavirus and, and the health concerns that that has created, that's something where the company has also um, taken a lot of action. Um, we've done a lot of additional training, a lot of additional support. We've opened our doors to the entire real estate community for other agents to come in. Um, we have had hundreds of classes uh, taught by our top agents on how to thrive and succeed in this environment and how to um, continue their serving their clients and their communities during all of this. So we... we um, we really want to be an active participant in the solution for these things, um, not only for our agents, but for the community around us. Yeah, you bet. Well, good. Well, I appreciate that. And Sean, you know, obviously we're in these, we're in these, diff, you know, we're in this changing world that we're in and difficult times out there with all the stuff that's going on. What are your thoughts? Well, I loved what um, Dave had mentioned earlier when we were discussing this yesterday of not just being accepting, being welcoming as mm -hmm. as a company at exp um you know and and you know it's it's stressful it's tumultuous everybody's you know at a different spot in what they're going through and it's kind of like you know um crisis or stressful situation you know uh one upon the other so um you know i think it's it's important for us to always address that we're here you know I, we're going to talk about business and real estate the greater context, though, is we're all human beings. We're going through all of these things together at once. And yeah, Devin, I know that's that's part of part of the vision that I bought into with Thrive and what EXP is doing, which is you know we can serve anybody anywhere. And and so I'm I'm proud of it. I'm thankful to be a part of a company that is very progressive, and you know um, uh, facing a lot of the challenges and a lot of the concerns that I think a lot of Americans. Um, have all over the country, no matter where they are. And EXP is in a unique position to be able to do that because they're one company across all, all the states, all of the agents. So I'm, I'm proud of it and I'm thankful. You bet. You bet. Well, I'd like to take a moment to run down both of your bios just 
some context to the conversation as we transition into the business side of the dialogue. And there's, you know, there's business as we know it today in June of 2020. And we're just going to look forward. We're not going to look back. And as we look forward, I want to, I just want to bring what is in our past and that's our experience to the dialogue and bring it to the, for, the, the purview. Um, Dave, Dave's the, I'm just going to read your bio because it's so extensive and so awesome. Dave is the, is, is the president of growth of eXp Realty. Right out of college, he started growing uh, businesses internationally in the telecom industry during the boom of the deregulation. In 1999, he saw opportunities in real estate and development and jumped in. After selling nearly $200 million worth of real estate in his third year, he began buying and leading brokerage franchises. He became the owner and partner in a group of 11 franchises, eventually covering four states with over 2,500 agents and, and was recognized as one of the top 300 brokerages in the United States. They've also led the second largest regional franchise for the country's largest real estate, real estate franchisor with 42 offices and over 7,000 agents turning around the regional franchise from one of the worst performers to number one within two years. After selling the franchises in 2013 and 14, he consulted to mid and large companies in various industries on growth, systems implementation, leadership and change management. Introduced to EXP Realty model, Dave was determined to be part of the company's explosive growth and joined in October 2018 to build a revenue share team. That December, he was asked by company founder, uh, Glenn, Glenn Sanford, the CEO, to take on a leadership role and eventually be, was named president in April of 2019. Dave, Dave grew up uh, playing lacrosse and wakeboarding in Annapolis, Maryland, and uh, attended the University of Maryland where he played lacrosse and studied international business and foreign language. He met his wife, Kristen, there, and they were married at, as they graduated. Now they live outside of Philadelphia, PA, uh, where they're with their daughters, Paris, 17, and Sophia, 15, and, and two crazy retrievers. The family loves to go on adventures together across and travel across the United States, your, uh, Caribbean, and Europe as much as possible after we get to do that again. Uh, Dave, <laughs> there's a, there's a lot, there's a lot there, brother. And I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get, I want to just give you a chance to just, as you heard that, what, what, you know, what is most applicable about your background towards where we're headed in June of 2020? So, and I'll throw out one quick, um, correction, although it would have been great in my third year if I did 200 million, it was actually 20 million in, in my third year. Um, so, okay. I, <laughs> no. so okay. you know, I want to make sure that we're staying real on this. Um, okay. so great if I, I misread that. Years, Sorry so. about this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, it made me sound okay. really, really good though. Um, <laughs> so, uh, no, you know, I think that, um, I, number one, I just, I constantly, uh, am, uh, really in a state of gratitude. I mean, just the, the opportunity that's been, that I've been afforded, um, you know, throughout my life, you know, I grew up, uh, my father was a pastor, uh, right? So, you know, we, we didn't, if we didn't grow up, uh, you know, with, with a ton of opportunity out there from a financial standpoint, but a, a great, um, a, a great foundation, right? Great family and, uh, and, and taught to work hard and had lots of opportunity. I paid my way through college, um, and, uh, and did every job known to man. I had one year, I had 13 W2s. Um, wow. uh, throughout the year because I did, you know, I worked every job I possibly could and multiple jobs during the holidays and breaks. And, you know, I would drive for, you know, work all day and drive from that job to the next one. Um, but um, a lot of people out there work hard. And uh, sometimes we're, we're, you know, we're blessed. I'm very just grateful for uh, opportunity to have learned from some amazing people along the way. I've had some phenomenal mentors and coaches and friends uh, along the way. I've studied what other people did and 
Um, I have, uh, if, if I wrote my bio just on the things that I did wrong, it would be a lot longer than that one. Uh, so, you know, but we learn from those things as well. And, um, and so it's, it's really cool to, to have been able to experience those different things and, and now to be hanging out with you guys. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And Sean, obviously, before we get too far, I want to jump into your background. Um, in 2019, you you got you you had 4.8 million dollars worth of GCI, uh, 171 million in volume, 464 units. You're the 13th largest team in Keller Williams, uh, number 31 across the USA in all brokerages. You, you uh, recently uh, were obviously a maps coach for many years. You were one of you were in KW's top agent mastermind. Uh, you were personally coached by Tony DeSello and Abraham Shreve, amongst many others, uh, multiple participant in bold uh, instruction. And and um, I, I guess, John, as you look at what you are positioned for and the experience that you have, similar question to Dave, what experience most is most valuable for you as you look forward into where we're headed with all of this? Right. Well, I think we, we, we are in a new world. We're living in a new normal. Um, something that resonated with me you know, here we we had decided that this the the change for our business, having you know done all that with a lot of amazing people into EXP, it made sense for each agent. And this was this was all before COVID nineteen, like right before it hit, and right, you know, and and all the stuff we're we're dealing with, um, you know, uh, protests. And look, I'm right in the heart of it too. You know, I'm right in Minneapolis now. I mean, I, yeah. we just came back and bought a house. I have a wife and four kids and a dog and, and we were like buying a house, you know, all the banks are shut down I mean, it's it's a tumultuous time. So when I look forward here, I'm, I'm realizing, wow, what, how, how blessed our people are, how serendipitous this is that, you know, we're at a brokerage that, you know, is really poised to take advantage of this for each of their businesses, for their clients, for their buyers, their sellers, their investors, um, for their long-term wealth building. I mean, wow, we really, we really happened to hit at a good time on this where, you know, EXP was really built for this. It's, it was built for a lot of things. Um, and it, so it's just kind of reinforced it for me when I'm looking forward for our people. Um, and we're, you know, continuing to build momentum, scalability every day. And that is just something that is just, it's just going to continue it, just like it was at my previous company. Um, and, you know, now, now at this company here in the years ahead, whether it's the next three months or the next three years or 10 years and beyond. Yeah, so yeah. I'm excited for everybody in our, in our company. So specifically, you know, you and I, we were part of the expansion organization um, and Gary is such a great visionary and, and kudos to all of our backgrounds being at the same prior brokerage. Um, you know, he, he put out such a great um, mindset related to growing these franchise franchisable businesses. You, by the way, also have a really interesting accolade. Um, you, you, I think uh, the 14 Moves Network was the only really true franchise inside the expansion world in your old brokerage. Isn't that right? We were the yeah we were the first and only franchised real estate team, so yeah. and we did that for a bunch of different reasons. So yeah, so when I you know in our conversations, I mean, I I am always wanting to get into business with amazing people and as many of them as possible. And even with franchising, I was hitting a lot of you know limits, a lot of pain points, a lot of you know a, a lot of limitations. 
So yeah, well, speaking of limitations, yeah, this is a really great jumping off point, you guys. Speaking of limitations, you know, one of the things that we are wanting to do is unlimit ourselves, right? In brokerage, in agent world, everything we want to we want to try and take off the limits as much as possible. Um, For you, Sean, specifically, uh, and then I want to go to Dave as well. What are you What are you seeing as the limits that became unlimiting as you came over with the let's say the old model versus the new? Okay, so the so the the cool thing now is we can get into business with geographically anybody, right? It doesn't right. matter if they're across the street, on the other side of town, or on the other side of the country. Right. It's, it's the same amount of effort to get into business with anybody we know, which was amazing. That was originally why I had set up franchising. And it's so funny that I didn't know, you know, Dave's background before I got to know him, but here he was franchising at the same company that I had been at and doing it at a much higher level. So we could probably all resonate with this. So I can get a business. So from that well, standpoint- and By the way, let's just make a distinction there real quick. You're franchising, you were franchising teams right. and he was yeah. franchising brokerages. Yeah, you were doing it at a pretty high, pretty high level. I mean, you're, you're just a different different platform, but uh, yeah. yeah. And kudos to Gary for giving us the opportunity to think in both of those realms, right? Totally. And, and, and oh, at yeah. the same time, what, what, what have been some of the limits of the franchise thinking uh, both, uh, and I'm going to switch to Dave real quick. Dave, as you looked at what the franchise model was that you were used to be a part of to where you're now in a, we don't have a franchise model, what, what's changed for you? Oh, man. Um, so, you know, a lot of, lot of great opportunities in the franchise model, right? I mean, I, I was a, when I started looking at building brokerages and building businesses, the franchise model made sense for a lot of reasons, right? It, right. You know, when you have a proven model, something that's successful, someone that someone has thought through, and you have a platform where you can take your entrepreneurial drive and, and your talents and, and, and go build on that, um, that's a good leg up, right? It's a, it's a, it's a, it was a great way to start. And for me, I mean, I was in my mid-20s. And so, you know, for me, I had a lot to learn and I got to learn a little bit on someone else's dime in some ways. And, and I got to, you know, have mentors taking me through that. Um, but, you know, as you mentioned, there are, there are restrictions, there are cons- some constraints and you are held to, you know, the, the, if you want to follow, if you want to use that model, you have to follow the model in order for it to be uh, successful. Right. But right. if you want to divert and say, well, I'd really like to be doing that. Well, all of a sudden, that model may not support that, and so your, you know, your your ability to be creative on top of that and to go beyond it is pretty limited, um, because now you're now you're you're piecemealing it and you're trying to make something work that wasn't designed to do that. Um, right. And so you know, you kind of you get up to the, you know, you come up to the the precipice. You come up to the end and you kind of look down over and go, I want to I want to keep going. <laughs> right. I don't want to stop. Right. And, right. you, and you have to, um, whether it's ba- physical boundary limits, whether it's limits on opportunities that you can offer and that sort of thing. So um, there were lots of, there, there. I ran into, you know, personally ran into limitations. Um, there are also lots of, there are lots of layers in that, right? And so one of the things that, uh, you know, I've loved about this particular model here at eXp is that um, it, it is, there's, there's a company platform that exists to serve the agents. So you have all the staff, right? You have all the people and the tools and everything else but there aren't a lot of people in between. Like the last thing an entrepreneur wants is a bunch of other people telling them how to do it, <laughs> right? Yeah, more, more bureaucracy and red tape, right? not help. 
let me like i, I want to go do it i want hands-on i want to go out there and try it and i'm i'm cool failing a million times to get the one big success right I'll, I'll try 12 different ways to create the light bulb until we actually have the light bulb that works and um and and that's that's what we want to go do that's part of the fun and it makes us better and stronger having learned and failed our way forward um and so, you know, we don't want a bunch of people telling us what to do. Guidance, yes. Coaching, yes. Learning how to think, yes. All at leadership. Those things are good, but restrictions, uh, you know, are not as fun for an entrepreneur. And that's where now it becomes an entrepreneur with a platform. And, yeah. and that, that makes it unlimited. Yeah. yeah. I love and Devin, that. too, Thank it was, a, it was a, the capital restriction as well. You know, basically when I'm selling a franchise, the minimum capital investment was around 140 to 200,000. And so that really limited the pool of actually amazing, talented people I wanted to get into business with and couldn't because they didn't have those kind of financial reserves and net worth that I had required in order for them to go and hire a bunch of employees and managers and stuff like that. So, so this isn't, this, this is pretty disruptive and innovative where I was like, wow, I, I get in business with that person in that city and that person in that city. And, you know, they've already got a successful business. They don't need to also, you know, plump down 200 grand over here, or over there. Uh, that's very, that's very disruptive in the world at large. And, and I was kind of looking at, we're, we're going from being physically based world to being a digitally based world. So digitally based, right. physically enhanced. And, and I was just noticing that at least a geographic, you know, uh, franchise structure didn't seem totally uh, um, con- in congruence with the digital world that we were living in. And I looked up at EXP and, you know, they'd already solved for all that. So when I'm looking for solutions, they had solved like all three of those pain points already. I didn't have to do anything. There are some great agents and great markets that we can go into, right? That, that you can build relationships into and that we could go into as a company that you simply couldn't go into as, as any kind of brokerage uh, other than this model, right? Uh, franchise for sure. I mean, we had a, right, there was a certain number of agents to, we, we, we would do our, our, our homework, right? And, and study the markets and study everything else and say, you know, are, okay, are there enough agents? What's the average production? What's the average sales price? How many units are happening? I mean, all of those things. And where's the market trending? Um, what's our opportunity? What's our competition? We go through and do all the guerrilla warfare, right? To, uh, right. to uncover all that information to say, is it sustainable to put a franchise model here? Is it worth it? And if we could get one planted there based on all the costs and everything else, is it is that a business worth owning? Is that something that we would want to have? Is it going to generate enough income? And a, a lot of smaller markets or markets where there's just a few high producing agents and then a bunch of other agents that are, are uh, you know, not doing as much and it just doesn't make sense to to put an entire franchise there or an entire brokerage office there but right. you can have one uber talented agent selling in some kind of a resort spot or even a, a you know area up in, in the mountains of horse country and there's one person who sells all those properties we can get into business with that one agent right yeah. we can have yeah. that yeah. one well, and, and that's what's so wild you guys is that, is that i mean let me ask you a question sean you obviously now have uh you have all the systems and tools that you had uh as you were as you were over on the old platform and what do you charge a franchisee if you will a person that joins your network now to take access to get access to all the amazing things that you do to make people productive Right. Nothing. I mean, that we were basically wait, able wait, to- Wait, 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 wait. How much does it cost? Zero. Right. Wait, wait, one more time. One more time. It costs nil. nothing, zero, <laughs> nil 
for you to give all of your best practices over for someone who wants to take a business that you did 5 million in GCI last year with, and you're going to just turn over your operations manager. You're going to turn over the coaching. You're going to turn over the training to them. Is that what I heard you say? Exactly. I mean, they've got economies of scale at EXP. They've, they've got all of the infrastructure built out. So we were attempting here again to create a lot on our own or stuff that hadn't been built for us. And I mean, how can you not ignore that? I, I keep, I'm a numbers guy. I got all the spreadsheets in the world. I ran the numbers every which way. Every time I ran them, they made sense. I mean, the day, my hometown team, Devin, just our hometown team, the day that we switched to EXP, we put a quarter of a million dollars back just in the pockets of the agents. Now wow. that's between a lot of different tweaks and cost savings, but we were able to forward on a lot of those cost savings to our agents and to our business owners Precisely because of what you're you're talking about, you're Dave. You're, you're you've compressed the layers. There's not you know five layers of um, middle management to pay, and right. and you just can't ignore that. Some people just haven't looked at it, which is you know understandable. It took me a long time to set kind of notice what was different, right? About what what EXP was doing. It's very disruptive. It's yeah, very and, and 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 then Dave, you add on to that. Um, are we are we a real estate brokerage or are we a network marketing company? Which one is it? <laughs> well, you know, I, I, every business has some component of building a network to grow, but we're a real estate company. I mean, it's uh, there's no question when you look at the fact that a nothing succeeds unless people are are working with clients and closing deals. I mean, everything else right. falls apart, right? That, nothing yep. nothing else can stand on its own at all within the company. Um, Everything we do is built around being the best real estate company out there from what we do to provide tools and services and, and training for our agents to our agents who are producing. You know, we, we've, you know, it's, it's one thing to brag about agent count, which um, is a great yardstick. It's a great measuring tool because we, we say that agents vote with their feet, right? And so they look and see where they feel is the best opportunity for them to succeed and they go there. Um, and so if more agents are going to your company, you can say, hey, we're providing good things. So that that's a- Well, time, a time out right there. You, you've got some updated stats for us. I know you were, you were gonna share some, some of the things that are happening in the world of 2020 amidst all the world that's going on. Tell us what's going on in terms of the numbers. So, you know, in the midst of everything else, we've seen other most major brokerages out there in the industry itself contract, right? And, and, mm -hmm. and people are losing agents we continue to just absolutely pour on agents joining our company. Um, so we announced um, uh, just a few weeks ago, uh, a, a week or two ago, that we surpassed 29,000. Um, and, uh, and if you stay tuned, we have some other exciting announcements coming up uh, over the next couple of days. So we just continue to add great agents to the company. And what I love is, you know, we have, we, you know, we show a, a, an over 60% year over year growth when other companies are showing, the other major companies out there, if you take the major you know, national and international firms out there that everyone knows all the logos and stuff, they, they increased in agent count from about a half a percent to a maximum of 12% year over year, mm -hmm. right? Wow. Um, there aren't any other major firms that, that, that grew by more than that. And so we grew by over 60%. And, um, but what I, what I love about the, the additional stat to that is that our production grew by over 84%. Wow. Right? And wow. so, you know, we're, and, and we all know that there's a, there's a lag, right? You've got your lead measures and your lag measures. We know that there's a lag in production when people join. When you're adding agents that fast, they don't have time to get in, 
get ramped back up, close deals and that kind of stuff. So you don't feel the impact of those agents joining you until 90 to 180 days down the, down the road. And, yeah. um, but already from that growth, we saw an 84%. So we, you know, we know we're, we're planting bamboo. Right. Yeah. And by the way, planting bamboo, I mean, think about it in terms of, you know, here we are celebrating, you know, breaking 29,000, moving on from there. And and yet what we know is that there's one point four million realtors. And what I guess I would just ask you is that as you look at the landscape, Sean, and you look at it uh, from the perspective of uh, who should not join EXP, like who is the person you don't want to talk to? Ah, uh, well, <laughs> I mean, people with people with egos. I mean, I, I love getting into business with, you know, with people, amazing people. Right. Yeah. So that, that I know that De- Devin, that's why you and I are in business together. Right. Like, right. like, like attracts like. And 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 here's what we know. What it, what I mean by that is, you know, especially in terms of your thinking, the way you approach the world. So much of you look at the values of EXP. Um, and the things that they're doing. I mean, I'm looking for people who want to build long-term wealth, who actually do the numbers, want to treat this like a business. And that doesn't mean that, you know, you can't get in, you know, part-time or that, you know, everybody's got to start where they're at, right? And, uh, you know, I'm looking for people that want to make a difference and, and, and be a blessing to others and fulfill their dreams. And humbly, I think that can be done a lot through real estate. You know, I grew up in real estate. I've I've watched real estate from the inside out for 40 plus years. So yeah. I've seen a lot of people who think they're getting into real estate, you know, for certain reasons. And then it's something different once they get in. Maybe they weren't, you know, as committed as they wanted to be or whatever. They just didn't realize it. So I, I want to set people up for success. I want people who want to be successful and, um, you know, want to see others succeed where they're outward focused. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's huge and and it's fun because there are a lot of those people you know i i had been pretty insulated at my previous company i thought you know we we pretty much had cornered the market on that and then and then person after amazing person that i knew had started to join exp which really had me had me it's easy to vilify right yeah it's easy to say oh well, we we own the we own the we own the market on culture or whatever and actually it's it's not the case you know other other great companies exist out there you've got you've got you know great thinkers at facebook and you've got great thinkers at google and you've got great thinkers at spacex and yep. they're all for for one to be right the others don't have to be wrong and mm-hmm. and so that, that was kind of eye-opening for me in terms of if you're asking who i'm looking to get into business with those yeah. are the kind of people i want to get into business with Dave, how about you? You know, you're 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 obviously have uh, you're you're right there at the pinnacle of seeing everybody you know that's making these transitions. And I know that there's literally dozens or hundreds of teams that are that are coming over as real estate teams. You're also talking about the brokerage side. You have some stats on these numbers too. Maybe you could share with us a little bit about what's what the momentum looks like from a team and brokerage perspective. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we do have hundreds of independent brokerages um, and, and people that are that are stepping out of their franchises. I mean, you know, they are, are at the point where they're able to legally, uh, you know, move on uh, to a different to a different opportunity um, who have decided to move in this direction. We had over 150 uh, independent brokerages join us last year, and we, we've already hit about 50 for this year, year to date that have already made the move that we have hundreds that are in the pipeline that are um 
in various stages of making the transition. They've made the verbal commitment. Now they have to figure out the transition and, and get all those things in place. So we work with them on that. So um, we have uh, we have some incredible, incredible groups. We also have teams. I know that we formed over 500 teams uh, so far this year. Wow. And most of those um, have been teams that have moved to us from other companies. So we've had hundreds of teams um, make the move over here. Very, really, really high producing teams. Um, you get a couple of celebrities, right? You get the Tarek Al Musa, right? So Flipper Flop and, and some of those other shows that are out there from HGTV. You get some 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 folks like that. Um, Kenny Trong. Um, I mean, even David Hill, right? I mean, our buddy yeah. David Hill. We got some names, some some great folks out there. Derek Ty, Vic DeCaro. Um, so you have some some top top producing agents, people that are um, really. Um, you know, we're, we're at the top of their game for, you know, for their state and, and for, for their area, for their market, um, really doing some good work. And, you know, one of the ways that I describe it to people is, you know, it's, you don't have to dislike where you are to make a move. I would, mm-hmm. I have always encouraged my agents over the years to constantly assess. It's my job to always make this the best place for your business. And it's your job as a business owner and, uh, you know, with your responsibilities, whether it be to your family or your community or your future, whatever it is, to make sure that you are always in the best place for your business, right? Yeah. And, and that's that's your job as an independent business person. And, you know, and you can't, don't get so stuck in a brand or tie yourself to to someone else. I mean, I would even tell our EXP agents, don't get so stuck on EH, EXP. What's cool is we have so many, we, we use NPS, Net Promoter Score. So mm-hmm. every single month we take the temperature of our agents and say, how are we doing in all of these areas and, and what could we be doing better? And then the entire leadership team and all the departments break all that. We break all that data down and say, cool, what are the next things we're going to improve? What do our agents need the most? What are they, what are they sharing with us? What things do we make sure we don't change? Cause they love these things. Um, but with your kids, you know, if they don't want to try something, you know, they say, oh, you know, that's gross. You say, well, how do you know it's gross? You've never tried it, right? So, you know, I also would tell my kids when they were younger, I said, well, you know, what if you had never tried chocolate ice cream, right? I mean, yeah. what, man, what if you had never discovered chocolate ice cream? Or like, oh, yeah. what if you had said, ooh, that looks gross. I'm not eating it. And you would have missed out on the wonderful, the wonderfulness of chocolate ice cream for the rest of your life. So always, you know, be willing to, you know, open to the opportunity that there's something amazing out there. And that's yeah, the mindset that. that you got to go through life. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're 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 going. Uh, hold on one sec, Sean. We're we're going to be wrapping up here pretty quickly. So I want to I want to just uh, jump in on, and talk about what I like to call referral share, which the company calls Rev Share. Um, to me, uh, and you can incorporate this into what you're going to say, Sean. Um, referral share is the the ability for me to own the brokerage without the liability without the responsibility and the ability to to receive a gift that keeps giving just for introducing people to the brokerage and that's not only at a local level that's at a that's at a uh, regional level and a national level and an international level Um, talk to me about how rev share and referral share sean um, how does that make this even more attractive as you go forward yeah, and I'll just mention, you know, large producers like us, like I didn't get a deal. I didn't get a big check. I saw the opportunity and you've got at EXP RevShare and then and then the equity program. So if you look at RevShare and you start doing the math on that, it's often more profitable. And this is why you see all these indie brokers. So agents take notice of this. You see indie brokers moving over 
because it makes more sense for their agents. They can get, you know, 40, 50 plus hours of world-class nationwide training every week that a local typical brokerage just can't compete with. And then you've got this thing called RevShare, which is basically like more profitable potentially than if you just owned your own brokerage. And, mm -hmm. and, and it's with mathematical certainty, right? Because I, I liked profit share. However, it was very dependent. And I know Dave knows this really well. It's very mm -hmm. dependent on, on the, 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 the owner or ownership group and leadership team in that specific location. And then once I was recruiting people, uh, you know, across to other locations, if they didn't have a strong leadership group, then that office wasn't profitable. So um, I like the idea of winning together, succeeding together. Revenue share is important because there's mathematical certainty. I know if that agent sells, you know, five houses in a year, I will make around this much money. I had done that math on my own, right? Nobody told me that. I just went and did the math. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. You bet. You bet. You know, I wrote down a question I put on there. I don't know if you guys can see the screen, but it says, who's monetizing your influence, you or someone else? And in the old model that I was a part of, I was very much into trying to provide value to everybody that I could possibly provide it to at the local level, the regional level, the national level. And the only ones that benefited from that were the leaders of those locations. Um, there was no true benefit. Yes, there was another form of a tool that actually Glenn created because it, you know, um, RevShare came out of profit share, but it also came out of the frustrations of not being able to control the bottom line of a location. And, and now we get to actually work on a platform where we don't have to worry about the bottom line. As a matter of fact, uh, that's Dave's job. Um, and, <laughs> and, 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 we, and do, uh, we do want the company to be profitable. We want everybody to be yeah. profitable. Well, it's, but it's everyone's also a shareholder, right? So we all, right. we all rise together as the company's more successful. So there's a double bonus. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, shareholder, you know, you talk about that shareholder conversation. Um, I just received my first stock uh, grants because of the fact that I uh, did my first deal and then I also uh, sponsored somebody. So thank you, Dave, for, for facilitating that with your amazing organization. I also was able to invest 5% uh, of my GCI at a 10% discount in the stock, which has gone up 24% amidst everything else that's going on since, since that investment was made. So uh, what's wild is is that you see this retraction and all these other things that are going on in our economy. And yet agents, they gotta, they gotta produce, they gotta survive, they gotta thrive. Um, what would you guys say as we wrap this thing up about why people should reach out and just have a deeper conversation with you individually or together, all of us? Why, why should people reach out? And, and you know, what would be some of the parting shots you would give in terms of how important it is for them to have that conversation at this time? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, uh, you know, first and foremost, you guys are, you know, I, I've got a unique opportunity um, to, to be part of the leadership team and to drive this, but you, you guys have been out there building a tremendous business built, you know, within the real estate production side of things, right? I mean, you're, you've got the heartbeat, your fingers are so much on the pulse of what works out there to build things um, that, you know, when you're, when you're at that, when you've reached a point that you guys have reached, any agent that's out there, it just, the fact that they could have access to you to ask those questions and to talk to you about it and that you're willing to share it is, is massive, right? I mean, it's, it's one of those things where like, hey, if I could block off time on my calendar and go have lunch with anyone, kind of who would you go meet with and who would be willing to meet with you and share, right? And, right. and 
you know, I, I just encourage people to, to take advantage of this. You guys are opening the doors and saying, yeah, we'll hang out with you. We'll share with you what we got. We'll talk to you about what's going on. We'll talk to you about why we did this. So, you know, I think people are crazy if they don't take advantage of that opportunity. It's a, it's a, it's a big one. Um, but I, I just encourage people similar to the, to the chocolate ice cream bit. Don't wait till you're upset to go look at what's out there. Right. Don't wait till something goes wrong because something doesn't have to go wrong for it not to be the best opportunity. So, yeah. you know, you could be in a great opportunity. I, I didn't leave any of my other you know, companies that I've you know, left over the years. And I was with my former company for, you know, for a long time. And, um, you know, I didn't it, it's one of those things that in, in the opportunity is, is look at where you're going in life. Look at where you want. Think really big, dream really big and then find what helps you get there. And, mm-hmm. and always be open to the fact that there's a there's a, a better vehicle, there's a faster vehicle, there's one that's moving a little bit like more truer to to straight to north on where you want to go. Um, and if you're not always spending some of your time assessing if you're on the fastest vehicle to get where you want to go, then you're always running the risk of taking longer than you need to, right? Wasting yeah. energy time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Thank you so much, true. Dave. Sean, what, what about you? And, and also uh, throw in yeah. there, how, how do people connect with you? Well, you can find the, the, the fastest way is just find me on Facebook. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, find me on, on Facebook. And what I, what I throw out, out there is I've got, you know, the seven major reasons that, that we, now I, I think I've shared probably three of them on the call. We just don't have time to get to all this. You know, I know these videos right. are long. Uh, so, you know, if you want all seven of the reasons why in some of the math that I did on my back end for my own people, um, I mean, I'm, I'm glad to share that. That's not something I'm going to be posting publicly. Um, yeah. But, you know, you, you message me and I, I mean, I, there are a lot of curious people out there. And, and hopefully if you're listening to this, um, you know, you're one of them. Uh, Dave said something, you know, about, you know, just saying like, I, like, I have to do this. I have to look into this what's what's the risk in due diligence you look at it doesn't make sense you know and and i was at that point a while ago and then i and then i looked at it again devin especially with your background devin and how much how much respect i have for you man and it was like man if this guy's looking at this i gotta look at this (laughs) because he's a smart dude right he's been around the block a few times so if you're watching this you know i just give you the same encouragement like there are really really smart business people and real estate people who want to sell a lot of houses and they're they're looking at this and making a conclusion on their own. Yeah, I love that, Sean. I, I wanna just wrap up with just kind of the, the thing that brought me to this conversation with both of you is that um, I was looking to solve the puzzle after getting clarity uh, about what my life's mission was. My life's mission is to help people on their journey and to get to, and what I find is especially important is I love helping real estate practitioners on their journey. And the reason why I love that so much is because my number one business mission is to help people build generational wealth through real estate. And so getting crystal clear on helping real estate practitioners build wealth in real estate means to give them additional tools. And in the additional tool set that we have now, we have the ability to give them revenue share. We have the ability to give them stock options. And we have an unlimited amount of training that's available at no cost so that people can get out there and make more money 
selling real estate and helping other people do that and building passive income. Because ultimately my, my, my phase one process was to help people buy passive income in real estate through investing. The challenge is there's a big gap inside of having the resources to do that. Now you yeah. can go out and just produce and you can also generate these other things. Think about it. Uh, the, I think Dave, maybe you can verify the stat. What's the average amount of money that a person makes for introducing one person to the organization, I heard it was about six hundred dollars. Is that right? If, if a person is productive, the the average amount of payouts per person it's that's invited, it's actually about a thousand. It's actually a thousand. It, yep, it comes up to about about a thousand. I mean, it's, you know, they have the, the levels and all that kind of you know the different right. tiers, twenty eight hundred and thirty two hundred and stuff like that. Uh, you know, annually for those that that achieve the cap, but um, the math the math works out to an average of about a thousand dollars a year per person. So divided by 12, you're talking about, you know, trying to find something that generates you this cash flow and you want to do that in buying passive income from real estate. That's great. And you can do that, but just introduce one person and you have a thousand. It's, it, it, you know, do you want to buy, do you want to buy a cash flowing property or do you want to introduce one person to a brokerage that you have ownership in? What a concept. And so that just took my whole ability to that next level. And, you know, I just truly appreciate, Dave, you know, from from where, from where I'm coming from, you and I are aligned on so many levels and you're there serving and have been in the trenches, bringing these large teams and brokerages over. Um, I just really appreciate what you're doing for us out there in the front lines on the corporate side, if you will. But you also yeah. have the ability to help people personally as well. So people should reach out to Dave. And then, of course, yeah. Sean, you know, you have been such a blessing to me because not only do you have a giving mindset, but you also have a very systematic production oriented accountability mindset. So, so people should reach out to Sean because he cares and he can plug you into systems to generate not only free leads, tons of free leads, but he can also give you the ability to help convert those into paychecks very, very short term. So if you're looking for you know short-term income, long-term income, it's a really, really important conversation, you guys. And it's been really a pleasure. I'm gonna give you guys one parting shot each uh, in terms of what would you say if you could only say, you know, like 30 seconds, 60 seconds on where would, you know, where would a person need to go to find something better or different than where, where, where we are right now? What would have to change? Like, what would be the last thing that you would want to see a person do as they're, as they're investigating this whole process, right? You got, you got all the things we talked about the last 40 minutes, but then you also are right there at the edge and you know that you want to help people over that. Over that, You talk about the chocolate ice cream, Dave. You talk about this idea of what, what, what caused you, Sean, just looking at other great people that are moving over. What, what's one more thing that you would just want to add to make sure people don't forget? Oh, man. Uh, you know, I, I think that... Um, I'm just going to describe EXP the way that I've I've learned to describe it, and that I haven't. It's been almost two years for me, um, and and it's just it's that platform, right? And mm-hmm. and it really is amazing for anyone with you know any kind of entrepreneurial mindset, is that it's a platform that allows people to build what they want to build. There's so much here. Right. I mean, we could. That's the reason we could talk forever about this. Is we could right. go down all the bunny trails of all this stuff because it depends on you go. I, you know, and, and I, I hate to say it's like you know, it's kind of like yeah, yeah. There's an app for that, right? We, you know, we got. It's one of those things where you hate to say yeah, we're all things for all people because we're probably not right for a hundred percent of the population. However, um, there's a there's a mindset of someone who wants to go build a great life through the real estate industry, 
where there are so many avenues here to do it because we don't have the restrictions. It's it's a it referred kind of like the open API source, right? I mean, it's it's you can really take your business model and plug it in here, and it's going to translate, and we're going to provide that service for it. And there's lots of ways to do when you when you do the things that you do. And there are multiple avenues to succeed by doing those. It's similar to saying it's the difference between taking a listing and just trying to sell the listing versus taking the listing and trying to capture more market share in that community, get more listings, build your database, capture buyers, build relationships within the community, and all of those things out of getting the listing, in addition yeah. to selling the listing. And so that's, yeah. this model here allows you to do all the stuff. That's awesome. Sean, how about yeah. you? Yeah. Uh, so I would say my top suggestion is just stay in curiosity, do your due yeah. diligence. Don't let other people make decisions for you. Don't let your past determine your future. We are in a new world on so many fronts and, and many more that, you know, I pray turn out, you know, really positive for our country. And, you know, one of the ways that back to production, I mean, I think that we can be a blessing to our community and to our families and to our friends is, to serve buyers, sellers, investors, renters really well in our communities and do it at a high level and take care of our own financial well-being. Yeah, you know, there, I, I, I really have a holistic view. You know, we're mm -hmm. we're all of these people at once, right? We're, yeah. we're you know, we're we're a father or a brother or a real estate agent, whatever it is. We're all those things at the same time. So, you know, suspend your any limiting beliefs you have. Stay in curiosity ask questions, make sure you're getting advice from wise people who've gone before you. There are people who have lived before you and been through the levels of your career or your business before you. And yeah. so, and that's what we have on this call. So, I mean, I think just stay in curiosity and ask questions and, you know, probably you'll end up in a, in a good spot. I, I'm excited for the scalability of eXp. I really do think eXp, uh, other companies to hit like a hundred thousand agents has taken you know, a couple decades, you know, my pers my personal perspective is that's gonna happen in, with EXP sometime very soon. I, I'm sure Dave, you talk about that all the time, but, <laughs> but you know, I, I mean, I can just see the hockey stick happening much faster because yeah. Yeah. Netflix, once they built Netflix for digital, they were able to reach everybody in the United States or with an internet, internet connection instantly. Yeah. And, yeah. and so the scalability in the digital world, me being a millennial, I mean, that's huge to me. I want a company who understands that, who gets that, and who can actually back it up. So yeah. that's huge. Yeah, you yeah. Bet. Guys, it's been a pleasure. Really appreciate you. Love you both. Thank you so much for being being able to jump in here and give us so much Thanks. value today. And again, uh, reach out to these guys. Reach out to me. We'd love to help you guys. And uh, just stay in curiosity. I love that. that I'm going to leave that up there at the, as we finish. And just stay in curiosity. Ask a lot of questions. Um, and, uh, you know, it's time for change. It's time for growth. And it's really been a pleasure, you guys. Thanks so much. Yeah, we'll talk thanks, soon. Yeah. So glad to be in business with you both.